This is a crowd podcast. Hello, I'm Geraint Thomas. And I'm Tom Fordyce. And you've just entered the Geraint Thomas Cycling Club. Brought to you by Zwift. Find your fun with the indoor cycling app where fun is fast. Chrysler. That's a bit Welsh for you. Chairman Tom, we're back. Well, we're back very briefly just to tell you the news you've all been waiting for. Series two of the Garen Thomas Cycling Club is just around the corner. This is massive news, G. Yeah, we're going to be back on October the 19th with another bumper series full of special guests, insights into the pro world, probably some ramblings from me in the amateur world. We'll have group rides on Zwift, definitely some new merch. And this year, hopefully, some actual meetups in actual real person. Yeah, it's exciting. To be honest, I have I have missed it a bit. I didn't think I would, to be honest. I thought it might be a bit of a chore coming and chatting to you. <laughs> but no, I've enjoyed it. We've got some cracking guests lined up as well. So as you say, the actual real life meetups, I'm looking forward to to trying to get some of them sorted. Yeah, it's a nice touch, isn't it? And we're not going to give away any of our guests so far. But when we've been knocking these around in our WhatsApp group, G... Um, I would say you have pulled out some absolute blinders. I don't think there's anyone that you sent me that I've just done a sort of shrug or gone. Nyeh. Most of them I've gone, cool, that'd be good. Yeah, that's an, oh yeah, that's nice. Uh, that's, that's what I do, Tom. That's just what I do. But <laughs> no, I think we're definitely taking this up another level. You know, like when, for instance, there might be a few new cyclists that are listening to this and that, you know, your improvement curve, so to speak. I think we're just, we're improving at a, a massive daily rate at the moment so it's exciting i think people are going to love it great news well listen if you're listening to this and you've got any guest ideas for us let us know you can find us on the gtcc insta on twitter or facebook and then g you'll do your best to book them i hope won't you uh, oh and while we're here g should we talk about some actual cycling i mean we won't do this properly properly because we can get into your summer the ups the downs the whoopsies we could do all of that in episode one next month but there's a big event happening this weekend, the World Road Championships. You are not going. You can't be asked. <laughs> uh, I'm not going. I wouldn't say I can't be asked. But yeah, it was a tough decision to make, to be honest. I've just struggled a lot since the Olympics. I had a little mini break. I was ticking over, ridden my bike. But, you know, the amount of hard work you've really got to put in to be good at the Worlds I, I haven't really done I've done a couple of races enjoyed them but just don't feel I was in the right shape to go to the World Champs and really do myself and GB team justice really and it's such a strong team these days I think uh, there's a lot of good guys we've got we've got eight riders in the race so yeah I think uh, the boys will still do a, a great job you know I think Ethan and Tom Pidcock Ethan Hater, Tom Pidcock they're both really young super talented they're gonna sort of be there leading the team which i think is great for them and got a lot of good strong guys to back them up so um as i say the tt was also an option but as i say just like i know the courses roughly and it it does doesn't really suit me and obviously physically i'm not feeling 100 percent either so you don't go to the world championships under par do you really it's not i don't feel it's the right thing to do so so in a long-winded way, Tom, yeah, can't be asked. <laughs> well, in your absence, bookmakers are talking up other riders, G. 
as potential winners of the men's road race. A few were putting two and two together and saying, OK, this is in Belgium. Belgium has arguably the best single, best all-round rider in the world in Wout van Aert. Wout van Aert will therefore win the world's road race. <laughs> He's a hot favourite, without a doubt. You know, I think his Belgian team around him as well. I was with Stoyven the other day who... He rides for Trek. He's a Belgian guy. He told me the team and it was like, it's a team of like leaders in their own right, you know, in their own individual teams, they're leaders. So I think that's their biggest sort of challenge really is getting guys that are used to having guys help them to, to all pull in one direction and get behind Wout, which I think they'll do. They're going to have some incredible support. And I think, yeah, Wout Van Aert 100% is the hot, hot favourite, but there's a load of guys underneath that who are all in with a shout as well so it'll be interesting race do you want some names yes please uh well i know you tell me some names and i'll tell you yes or no i'll be brutal as well um okay so having spent a lot of time watching the tour of britain recently i'll lob in one of the other big names from that julian alaphilippe potential but i don't think it's hard enough for him basically the men's road race is two different circuits narrow roads twisty a lot of left and right corners a few hard climbs on one of the circuits, but then the distance of the finish is still quite far. So I don't think the winning moves will happen there. So yeah, it's tough for someone like him. He's obviously going to be in the mix, but I'm going to say no, he's not going to win. Is it going to be? Because when I first heard that the Worlds were going to Belgium, I immediately assumed we're going to get loads of Flanders-style climbs. But is this a world where it could come down to a bunch of sprint? It very much could, yeah. Like Luke's ridden the course and Ben Swift, and they both told me the climbs are pretty solid, but as I say, they're quite far from the finish. And they're not the uh, iconic sort of Flanders, you know, I don't know. When you think of Flanders, you think of um, Patersburg and Koppenberg, Quaramount, Bosberg, all those type of things, you know, the, the big famous cobbled ones. And none of them are in it. As I say, it's a very busy race, a lot of corners, a lot of sort of, a few narrow roads, a positioning is going to be key. I think having a good team around you, and I think that'll be a big advantage for Belgium because they'll obviously take the weight of the race. They'll probably start riding early, but then that'll give them all the chance to sit at the front out of trouble, you know, where everyone else is fighting behind and a bit more chaotic. It could be a bit like San Remo, you know, sometimes like Stoyven this year when he attacked with two and a half, three K to go. It could be one of those attacks that could slip off at the end. It could be a big bunch sprint or it could be a small group. That's what's great about the Worlds. It's very unpredictable. So much can happen. Sagan's coming into a bit of form. Caleb Ewan is super up for it. He's a pure sprinter. So Australia might try to control it at the end. So yes, it's wide open, I think. Obviously got the TT as well, which I think um, Van Aert is probably a hot favourite for that as well. You know, you got him. I think it's all the big boys there will perform well because it's super flat. Um, So it depends where the wind's going, how hard it will be. But yeah, I think... Stefan Kuhn, Swiss guy, Ghana, obviously, Van Aert. That's my podium. I don't know in what order I put them three on the podium, though. Okay, what about the women's road race? Because Annemiek van Vluten had that, well, I wouldn't call it a horrific moment in Tokyo because she did win a silver medal, but she won a silver medal um, and celebrated as if she'd won gold because she believed she did, which was tragic comic, I think is how you put it. Do you think she is one of the favourites for the women's road race title? Yeah, most definitely. She's she's an animal. Like I've 
I've ridden with her a bit in Tenerife and she trains like super hard long. She's doing like six, over six hour rides, you know, and their races are, are a lot less than ours. Super talented. I felt for her that day, obviously thinking you'd won, cross the line, arms in the air, super happy. And then to be told, actually, no, there was still one person away. It's got to be, uh, five. it must be pretty hard to take. I mean, it must also be very hard for the Swanee US to tell her. Arguably even harder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd, oh, you imagine? You just, <laughs> I think you just have to say it really quickly because the instinct would be, so she's, she's almost crying with happiness. Like she gives you a big hug. Your instinct would be, I've got to hug her back. And then you, before you know it, you give her a water and then you're giving her a top. And then she's pedaling off and you're like, I haven't actually told her. <laughs> Especially if you didn't know her that well as well. You might be like, oh, she's just really happy to have won silver, you know. <laughs> but she's definitely a favourite. The Dutch are just so strong, aren't they? Van der Breggen, current world champion. Chantal Black. Lizzie. I think Lizzie is, she had a little break after the Olympics and she's keen for this and uh, Roubaix a week later. So I think she'll be up there. Although saying that, there could be another. Anna Kiesenhofer, obviously the, the rider that won the Olympics that uh, yeah, Van Vluten didn't know was still away. I think um, you never know. Not saying her, but somebody like that could potentially do something again. You never know. I mean, it's possible that, that Anna Kiesehofer never wins another race, which sounds cruel, but these things happen in cycling. Yeah, I remember when I won the tour, I was like, well, I'm going to celebrate this. Who knows when I'm going to win a race again? You know, I might never win another race. Well, I didn't for about two years or something. Obviously, COVID didn't really help with that, but... It was only a thousand days, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I saw some random tweet about it. I was like, oh, you, you little bastard, I'll show you. And then I won Romandy three days later. <laughs> so... <laughs> right, G, I'm going to finish this little teaser episode with a few bits of club business. This is an exciting announcement. Well, in fact, G, you do it because they're your jerseys. Yeah, so... We've got a limited number of Series 1 GT CC jerseys back on sale right now. So all you've got to do, just go to garenthomas.com, click on the shop and get yours today. But you've got to be quick because there's only a few left. And stay tuned for more news on Series 2 edition as well. Yeah, no pressure on the acting chairperson there. Also, G, we should give a shout out to Rob Hissey, uh, who during the Tour of Britain was, I think, towards the top of the cat and fiddle climb and was caught on TV representing the GTCC in his official Series 1 club jersey. How about that? Quality. Good on you, mate. Let's get more people on TV. Definitely. Okay, that's it for now. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, and we will be back on October the 19th for a bigger and even better GTCC. We'll see you then. Ciao, ciao. Crowd Network. A place where you belong.